The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Lisa Cooney, and you're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And I'm so happy to be live with you from Tiburon, California, Marin County, California, my home base for the last 20 years, other than the last six months anyway. And it is a beautiful day out here in Northern California, and I'm so grateful to be here listening to you. And we're going to talk today about... Six keys to unlock yourself from conflict. Six keys to unlock yourself from conflict and the trauma response. Now, I love these kind of shows. I love these kind of shows because I get to talk to you about step by step by step by step by step. I said that six times about how to move yourself and unlock yourself from conflict when you're in a trauma response. Years ago, it really helped me to do this and I love bringing it back to you all out there listening and giving yourself some um, tools and steps to unlock yourself from conflict and the trauma response. So conflict, trauma, abuse, as you all know, these all get locked into our bodies. They can show up in many ways, the density in your body, rigidity or discomfort. You can react to the outer stimuli in an exaggerated or twisted way as it reminds you of past abuse. Maybe you're not able to enjoy the pleasure organ that your body truly is. And today we're going to take a deeper look at how the abuse that gets locked into our bodies can create conflict in your relationships. If you consider yourself an intelligent, wise, loving person, yet can't figure out why you keep lashing out at your partner or getting into fights that never end, please know you're not alone. This is what we're talking about today. I'm going to let you know what's actually happening when you get triggered and the six keys to unlock you and yourself particularly from the conflict and the trauma response and keep those relationships in a state of joy, generativity, and creativity. If you want to call in live and get yourself some facilitation, feel free to call at 1-888-346-9141 and I'll be happy to speak with you. All right, so let me throw out some questions. Do you ever get into a fight with your partner and don't even recognize who you become? You consider yourself a nonviolent conscious communicator, but then you get in a fight with your partner and all that changes. Here's what we're going to change today. It's exhausting, isn't it, when your partner or you turns into a crazy person when you fight. Here's the way to change it. So I'm just going to list the six steps that I created for you. The first step, create a safe word. Yes, I said create a safe word. Second step is use your safe word. Not just create it, actually use it. Um, The third step is to sit down and look around and orient yourself to the here and the now. The fourth step is to create a space and connect. Fifth step is to self-soothe. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. And then the sixth step is to repair and resolve. So let's go into the details of this a little bit more specifically. So you get into a fight with your partner, again, you can't figure it out. You're both, you know, intelligent, well-educated people, pride yourselves on good communication. 
However, but when both of you, one or both of you, get triggered, you forget everything you know about nonviolent, healthy communication. I've never done this. <laughs> you don't recognize who you or your partner become. You or they might say things like, hey, what's wrong with you? Notice the judgment in this question. <laughs> or you create conflict in order to get space for yourself because maybe you don't have the words to use to ask for space in a kind way. Or maybe you say things harshly, even though you really care about your partner, you just don't know what else to do and you snap at them. So have you ever had this happen? Well, then you ask yourself probably, God, what's going on with me? You start wondering, are we doomed to keep having these fights over and over and over forever? Should we just separate and, and break up and not even try to work it out? Is it totally impossible? It becomes a totally impossible situation perhaps. Well, I've seen this in my own personal life and in my clients' lives. And, you know, it, it even gets the best of us when triggered. That default to what I call the language of abuse. There's a past show on that from last year if you want to uh, get more information on the language of abuse. So, as you know, the language of abuse is not PC. It's not nonviolent communication. It causes damage and hurt. And I also know how frustrating it is. Because, you know, you're smart and you think you should know better. But trauma is a beast. Abuse is a beast. And it rears its head, especially when it's untapped, untamed, and unconscious. So, as I'm saying here, you know, you get triggered and you no longer have access to your rational or thinking mind, your neocortex in your brain. Your intelligent mind goes offline. Maybe you can do your profile like on Skype and say, like, like, offline. <laughs> Um, and you default to what you know is called your reptilian brain. This is part of the brain that determines friend or foe, fight or flight. Usually while fighting, we see our partner or something else, your boss, colleague, whatever, as a foe. That's when your reptilian brain tells us our options are fight, flight, or freeze. I don't know about you, but I like a little bit more choices than three. So if you have a history of abuse, this response could be amplified. If you or your partner or both of you are in this reptilian mode, it does not work to try to rationalize your way out of the trauma response that is occurring. Have you ever tried that? <laughs> Rationalizing for the person, being rationalized to or wanting uh, someone to say to you, can you think a little bit more rational here in the midst of a conflict? You know what that's going to bring, a little bit more conflict. The best thing to do, what I found, is to use these keys below. And believe you me, it's not always fun in the beginning to be like, excuse me, I'm taking a time out here and I'm going to go find the six keys that Dr. Lisa said on the Voice America show and going to walk myself through them. However, if even one of these keys comes into your awareness, or even this conversation comes into your awareness during a conflict, and one second of you, one degree of you stops the trigger response of abuse. I will consider this show a success. And as you know, my target is to eliminate and eradicate all forms of abuse, to kick abuse in the caboose and live your roar. Okay? So one degree of shift is all we're looking at for change. With trauma, it's its own beast. And that's totally good enough. Three, um, totally good enough. One degree of change. So, I've already mentioned the six keys, but let me start with the first one. Uh, that is to create a safe word. Okay, so this is something you do when you're not in conflict. So you're not going to be in conflict and be like, you're having this argument, and be like, let's create a safe word. Because when you're in conflict, you know, the person is not an ally. They're an enemy, a foe. So the safe word you can use with each other so that one or both of you, if one or both of you gets caught up in a trauma response, one of you can call out your safe word and agree to honor use of the safe word. Your safe word is a signal to stop the conflict and put the next keys into action. Keep it simple. You might even write it down. You might even put it on a sticky note in the mirror refrigerator. Both your safe word and all these keys on an index card maybe, carry it around with you or post it somewhere in your house. The biggest thing to remember is to use it when in conflict. So <clears throat> what's a safe word? Um, a safe word or a safe phrase? Uh, for a while, I've used um, something called one, two, three, stop. I just created that for myself, and I've actually put my hand up. It's funny. I actually created this in a workshop that 
I did in you know, facilitated, you know, at least 20 years ago. And then I started using it in my personal relationship and it worked really, really cool. And I would just put my hand up, like five fingers up, and I'd say, one, two, three, stop. And that was my safe word that we're not going there anymore, my safe phrase, so to speak. And both parties agreed to uh, using that. And no matter what we were in, no matter what was being said, it was sometimes so hard to hold your tongue because you know what? You want to hold your tongue because once it's out there and once you say it, you can't take it back and damage will be done. And then you'll spend the next 20 years in therapy if you stay together talking about that same incident over and over and over again and never trusting that person so much can get resolved if we maintain a little bit more control, which I know is the opposite of what occurs during trauma and abuse because you're completely, at least it feels that way, out of control. Okay. So, first key, create a safe word. Whatever it is for you. It could be banana. It could be one, two, three, stop. It could be, let's have sex. Who knows? (laughs) Whatever that safe word is for you, something that could lighten the mood and completely change things um, would be good. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go to break. I'm going to come back from break and I'm going to go over a little bit more about creating your safe word and step two, using your safe word uh, right here on the show. If you're out there, one 346 9141 And we'll be back after the break. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment the fight is over an invitation to a new experience of you is waiting Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past beyond all obstacles beyond anything and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life you what else is possible from here in this lighter more expansive version of yourself visit drlisacuni.com today and find out find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel voiceamericaempowerment.com Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Okay, my friends, here we are back after the break. This is Dr. Lisa, and I am embarking upon telling you a couple more keys to unlock yourself from the trauma response. But before I do, hold that, please. I just want to say how grateful I am to be back in Marin County, California. How lucky am I? I just got back from two weeks in Hawaii. I'm now in uh, Tiburon, California, starting tomorrow. I have a free, 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 if you're around, Lies of Money Taster. Two hours, 7.30 p.m. here at the Lodge in Tiburon. And uh, definitely come by and check us out. Say hi, whether you want to stay or not. If I know you and I haven't seen you in a while or you just want to meet me, come on down. I'll give you a big hug. Uh, and then I just want to let you know that we're having, uh, after the Lies of Money free taster tomorrow evening, on the 17th and 18th, I'm doing my two-day Beyond Abuse elective class called Embrace Your Roar. No prerequisites. Come on down if you got some trauma you want to untraumatize yourself with. Or maybe I should say hashtag transitioning trauma. Um, 10 to 6, 
Friday and Saturday. And also uh, on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I am facilitating the three-day Access Consciousness Body Class. So let your bodies get some loving. So I'll be here for a week, and I would love to see you. If you want any other information on that, you can go to drlisacooney.com and check out classes with me or accessconsciousness.drlisacooney.com. All right. Thank you for that. Now back to, let's get back to trauma now. <laughs> the six keys. So number one, create your safe word. One, two, three, stop. Bananas. Fiji. <laughs> um, kayak. I don't know what it is. Golden Gate Bridge. Whatever your safe word is, no matter what, you and your partner agree that when that word is initiated and it's said, no matter what heat of the moment you're in, you both just stop whatever is going on. And in this case, stop the conflict. It's like real tenacity to hold yourself back from vomiting the hatreds and vitriol that can come out when you're in a trauma reaction response. So number two, key, use your safe word. Now, you have a safe word. For some reason, I'm liking bananas today. So let's say bananas is your safe word. The most important thing to remember is to use the safe word when you and your partner are operating from your reptilian brain. This signals it's time to stop talking, stop vomiting, stop your righteousness, stop your superiority, stop judging, stop, you know, criticizing, stop taking your knife and slicing your partner. I don't mean that literally, (laughs) but more figuratively. It's very important that you both honor the use of the safe word. Don't try to get one more argument in or the last word. Once the safe word is spoken, literally, spoken, Literally, stop talking. Either person can use the word. Now, it may seem really silly, and remember, this show is a free psychoeducational resource. Free psychoeducational resource. So sometimes, you know, I'll have, you know, shows on money or shows on relationships or specific shows to abuse or sometimes shows on creating business. I love these particular shows because it gives at least what I've heard from you all out there when, when you've emailed me, is that these give you tools and you practice it and you use it and then somebody writes me and tells me how it worked and that is the greatest gift, okay? Now, believe you me, I've done this before. These keys are not, I'm not going out there and finding it in a book somewhere. I'm actually creating it from what moved me beyond my own you know, horrific, you know, couple decades of abuse in the first start of first periods of my life, first two and a half decades. It works. Okay. So get a safe word, bananas, use it. I double dog dare you. Both of you agree to it. And then whenever bananas is used in the cons, on, in the con, um, conflict, you stop talking. Three, sit down and look around. Yes. Once the chatter of the trauma is occurring, not occurring, sorry, you've used bananas, sit in the silence. You're going to feel a little disheveled. You're going to feel a little confused. You're not going to know what happened because all of a sudden you're going to be in the heat of something and you still may have it in your body. Your mind may be, you know, on a hamster wheel, like mentally masturbating about how you're going to kill the person or what the person did to you energetically. And then all of a sudden you use your safe word, both of you stopped, and it's quiet. The activity you were just involved with is done for the moment. Sit down, feel your feet on the ground, take off your shoes, dig your toes into the carpet. Look around and notice what you see, what you see around you. Get out of the house, go stare at the trees. Um, walk you know, a couple of feet outside of your house. Take a shower. Whatever you got to do. And then after a couple of minutes in that silence, you could ask yourselves or share your observations. What do you notice in the room? How many windows are there? What's the color of the wall? Now, I know it's going to be really impossible to even think right now that if you're in a conflict with your partner, the two of you are going to sit down, feel your feet, and <laughs> talk about what color the wall is. Well, you know, relationships and marriage and um, coupledom is 
I consider it like a baby. You know, you have to attend to it and change its diapers all the time. Otherwise, it's just going to stink. Feed it, change the diaper, or else it's going to stink. You know, you get to choose what type of relationship you want to create. Here's what has worked. Use it or don't. See what works for you. When you bring attention to these basic sensory details, it calms the triggered response. There's more breath and space to see beyond the fight or flight or freeze trauma response. However, this coming down process may take a few minutes or a lot longer depending on how the severe the trauma response is. So for instance, let's say when you're creating your safe word, we can add this as a, as a, you know, a part to this, an addendum. Got your safe word, and when you use your safe word in step two, obviously you're going to create this before the conflict. You could say, okay, take five minutes to sit in this step three. Five minutes, sit down, look around, and get present to the sensory details that, that, that can start to calm the triggered response. Observe the walls, observe your body, feel yourself. You might even look around and see a picture of a really beautiful time on vacation or a wedding you went to or something that you really, really loved with your partner and it may remind you that um, he or she is your ally and not your foe and that may settle you. So that's what I'm talking about. It may take five minutes. Give each other five minutes. You could even have like an egg timer or something or you know, a cooking timer that you put on for five minutes and you hear the ticking sound and it'll ding at five minutes and then you can start to talk again. So create a safe word, use your safe word, put some boundaries around sitting down and looking around in terms of not longer than five minutes. You can come back together with each other in five minutes and observe what's going on. And if you're still in that vomit-like vitriol space, take another five minutes. You know, I'll tell you, trauma... Healing trauma loves to have somebody around that just kind of waits with you until it passes, and it will always pass. So I'm going to pause from going on to more keys because we have a caller, Amelia from Oregon, or Oregon. I always never know how to say it, so I'll say it both ways. Hello, Amelia. This is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you today? Hi, Dr. Lisa. Um, I really loved the the article that you put up about this. It was like perfect timing for everything that's going on um, for me. I, I did have a question about, um, I mean, I don't feel like I've ever been abused, but recently it's it's like um, just my body doesn't ever, it doesn't ever feel that turn on or alive anymore. I'm just wondering what I could do to change that. Sure. Well, let me ask you this. When did you notice that your body did not feel turned on or alive? Uh, It's been like a year. And what happened a year ago? Uh, Well, I was in um, not a a good relationship at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was more than a year ago. And then when I got out of that, it was like when I got in the new relationship and everything was good, um, there was a lot of... I still felt like I was having flashbacks to the past relationship and I spent a lot of time clearing all that. Um, and that doesn't come up so much anymore, but my body's still just not, uh, sure. not in that space of turn what on or aliveness. What was not good about the relationship you were in when you noticed that your body shut down? Um, he was just really rough with me and he was really controlling and um, he's just not really a nice person. Okay, so did he judge you? Yes. And was was your body scared of him? Yes. And did he ever put his hands on you, or is it more energetic? Um, it was it was both. Okay, so he put his hands on you in a way that scared your body, scared yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And right now, as I'm speaking to your body and speaking and you're speaking, where do you sense that in your body right now? What's showing up? Um, it's like starting at my heart and going up and running through my nose and head, just like this flow. Great. And yeah. Amelia, what would your what would that feeling? Put your hand right on your heart center there, mm-hmm. up through your nose and head. What would that feeling say if it could speak? Uh, it feels. 
feels relief to be acknowledged. It feels relief, great to be acknowledged. And what would your body like to be acknowledged so we can experience even more relief right now? That it hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what hurts specifically? What is your body what? carrying that it needs to be acknowledged for hurting about here? What's it carrying? Well, uh, what's the hurt? The hurt is? Uh, it just, it just, it received a ton of hate yeah. at that point in time. That's what I got. Okay. And what was, what was the ton of hate? What was said to you? Either verbally, consciously, or intimated? It was, it was all energetic. He just, he hated women. Okay. And are you a woman? Yes. <clears throat> so does that mean you believe he hated you? Yes. Okay, so everywhere your heart, up through your nose and head, has embraced, um, what's the first name of this person? J. Uh-huh. Everywhere that your body has been the hoarding storage container for Jay's perceived oh. hatred of women, and everywhere your body has been the hoarding storage container of uh, misogyny, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere you judged, decided, concluded, and computated a year ago, and your body judged, decided, concluded, computated, and configured itself in turn off yourself as a woman, because that's what a body does when hate presents itself to it. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the causal incarcerations, causal incarnations, incantations, incongruities, inconsistencies, invocations to keep your body turned off because as a woman it's hated in the eyes of men and in the eyes of this world and in the eyes of itself. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So lighter, heavier, more space or less space? Lighter. Okay. More space. More space. Great. So, let me ask you this. If you knew what your body loved about being hated, I know it's going to sound strange. Ew. There you go. Right, wrong, good, and bad, fun, and fuck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What would you love about being hated? Uh, could hide. And what's the best part of hiding, Amelia? Yeah. What's the best part of hiding? What's the best part of it? I don't have to do anything or be anything. And if you don't have to do or be anything, what do you get from that? Nothing. Well, human beings only do something because we think we're getting something from it. Right. So if you did, if it wasn't nothing, what would it be? As long as you get to hide and you don't have to do anything or be anything other than the hoarding storage container for hatred, (laughs) what is, what's the best part of that? What's the gift that keeps on giving that you think that that would be good for you? Uh, I'm going to keep wallowing in self-pity. So what, what do you love about self-pity? What I love about it. What's the best part of self-pity? I got that it feels good. What feels good about self-pity? <laughs> uh. said it was not me right but what feels good about self-pity so you go out to you you go to coffee with your friends or you talk about it with a therapist or even here and you're like hey this guy was really really mean i get to carry a ton of hate i get Mm. to hide i don't have to do anything or be anything i get to wallow in self-pity and that feels good what are you actually getting from it do you get attention do you get love do you get um someone to ally with you what do you get from it i guess uh, it's attention and a way something to complain about and a way to fit in great with other people great and who taught you how to fit in get attention and complain to fit in my mom okay great 
So everywhere you thought it would be a good idea to bring your mom into every relationship with you and, and, and do what she did because it worked so well for her. <laughs> Can we just try and create that? Yes. All right, well, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, men. And everywhere you've been seeing Jay and every man that you've been in relationship or anybody you've been in relationship with through the colored glasses of your mother's reality that to be with people, you complain, you get attention by wallowing in self-pity, hiding yourself and not being and doing anything. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So everywhere your body's the lock and your mother's the key and your mother's the lock and your body's the key, let's put the lock and the key together, lock and key together, and let's begin to separate this to set you free. Mm. I'm going to ask you to hold one second. Breathe into the energy of space, 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front, and back. See how that sits with you. We're going to go to break, and I'll finish up with our discussion here when we come back from break. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? health and wellness, new relationships, business ventures, choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, hello. We're back. And Amelia, how are you doing? I was doing good. Feel a lot lighter. Oh, good. Absolutely. So, how you feel a lot lighter? So, mm-hmm. what did you have to shut down then in that relationship that your body would actually like to turn back on now? Yeah, love and respect for my my body. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you were loving and respecting your body, and if your body, if you took your body, let's say, to couples counseling (laughs) right now, and your body sat on the couch, and you sat next to it as your head, (laughs) and and your body talked to your head, and it said, I want you to love and respect me, Amelia, and here's what I would like you to do. What what does your body desire? Three things that your body desires to create more love and respect, to turn it back on. Hmm. I want some more massages and energy work. Great. More massages, more energy work, and what else? And pampering. All right. <laughs> so what's one thing you can do today to give yourself that pampering, that energy work, that massage? <sighs> some days it may not be easier to get a massage, easy, yeah. but you could get it maybe tomorrow or this weekend. But what's one thing you could do to pamper your body today that that will show your body that you heard it? Um, I'm gonna, I think, just take an extra long shower and use some really nice smelling soap and maybe paint my nails. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Now, did your butt? Now I laugh, but what did your body? Does your body? How does your body respond to that? Is it lighter, heavier? I really, I like that. It, okay. it felt expanded and and happy. Great. Take that long, self-soothing shower. Use those nicely smash, fresh-smelling soaps. Mm-hmm. Paint your nails a beautiful color. And with each stroke of the water and the soap and the nail polish, say to yourself, out loud or within, I love and respect you, body. Thank you. I love and respect you, body. Thank you. I love and respect you, body. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with that for a year. And thank you for choosing to no longer be in that relationship. And thank you for choosing better. Thank you for the lessons. And I now allow you to... Be free and turn back on. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling in. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye now. So that was pretty cool. A live example of working through kind of the past in the present so that it doesn't get taken into the relationship in the present. How's it getting any better than that? So how does that relate to what I started talking about here? Six keys to unlock yourself from the trauma response. You can unlock yourself from the trauma response from a past relationship or something in the current relationship. Even though I'm talking about it as if you're using these six steps as if you're in relationship with somebody. I'll show you how I also uh, worked it in with Amelia here. So we did the safe word, use your safe word, sit down and look around and associate When I was asking her to get into her body and if her body could speak, I was asking her key number three, sit down and look around essentially and what's going on in your body. Key four is to consciously connect or create space. So, you know, go get a breath of fresh air, go for a walk or do something to tap into your wisdom beyond your reptilian brain. Um, Sometimes it's even like Amelia did, which is leaving the relationship and choosing herself and something different. Um, So creating space can be done by yourself or consciously connect with with your partner. So if you're in relationship and you're using these six steps to undo the trauma response, you have your safe word, you're using it, you're associating to the present, you're either going for a walk and creating more space by yourself or doing what Amelia talked about was getting in a long shower, pretty soaps and painting your nails or you're consciously connecting together. Um, maybe if you're with somebody, sit and holding hands, lay down with each other, hold each other or some kind of gentle, kind contact can move you towards communion even though the issues may not be resolved. What's valuable about when using this key, if you're able to do it, is to receive each other without waiting for a resolution. Okay? If you do and can't be together, you know, just come back and say, hey, I'm going to leave the house. I'm not leaving you. I'll be back in an hour, and then we can choose something different then. All fine parts of the keys. Okay? The fifth step is to self-soothe can be really tempting to want to self-soothe using drugs, alcohol, eating, smoking, or some other uh, unhealthy habit. I'm not saying use that for self-soothing. Instead, see how you can give yourself the love and nourishment you desire, like we heard from Amelia. You can curl up on the couch with your favorite soft blanket, take a bath, read some poetry, light a candle, write in your journal, go exercise, watch a movie, listen to some radio music and dance it out. Just keep quiet, but keep it simple. You know, ask yourself, what are your favorite methods for calming yourself down and returning to that safe space inside where you just feel light and free and expansive? Write them down if you need to, because I'll tell you what, when you're in that trauma reptilian brain, you don't remember what I'm saying to you now. We often forget our favorite methods when calming down from a trigger, triggered space. That's number five. And key six is to repair and resolve. Taking time to repair after an argument is essential. That's why people always say makeup sex is so good. (laughs) The sooner you can repair, the less likely you are for the brain to register this present day conflict as a trauma. 
Share what you appreciate about each other. Share your awareness. Take responsibility and apologize for what you would have said or done that caused harm or hurt. Share more gratitude with each other. Now, I know when you've been abused, it is hard to apologize because you feel like you're always being the one victimized and you want somebody to apologize to you. But I'll tell you, when you're becoming your own perpetrator and start perpetrating the people you love with violent communication, you definitely need to expand into that taking responsibility and apologizing for the damage done. It opens the space for repair and resolving so much easier and quicker. Resolving is doing something different. You're re- when you're learning new communications when you're resolving with each other. You're committing to doing what it takes to no longer continue the language of abuse. Um, you're at that point when the conflict is over and you've followed this six, these six steps until the sixth one here, the repair and resolve, it really brings another level of intimacy and depth of the relationship. You're really moving from the language of abuse to the language of kindness, which requires patience, vulnerability, respect, courage, and a commitment to change. The good news is that you're not alone and nothing is wrong with you. You have these tools, these six keys for unlocking yourself from the trauma response and moving from the conflict into a safe space. From there, you're in a stronger place and position from which to create communion. So, just to reiterate, create a safe word, use the safe word, sit down and associate to what's going on in silence, give yourself a time for that, check in with each other. If When you check in with each other, if you can't go back together and commune, go take space somewhere else and give it another hour and come back to each other or connect in that moment if both of you are ready. Um, perhaps self-soothing could be lying together and communing or watching a movie together or just holding hands or going for a walk and not actually talking about the conflict. And then repair and resolve with your awarenesses and what you agree to do from that point forward. Got to do it in relationship, my friends. Otherwise, you're going to be a serial monogamist. (laughs) One relationship to the other, not getting anywhere and not getting the depth of intimacy or connection that you truly may desire. So we're going to go to break now. I'll come back after the break. And we will continue discussing the keys to unlock yourself from the trauma response. If there's any other questions, don't hesitate to call. And I'll share some really fun things with you, too. This is Dr. Lisa, and we'll be back after the break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, my friends. So 
Thank you for listening today. We're talking about the six keys to unlocking yourself from the trauma response. I hope you find this useful. Um, what I want to also let you know is that the repairing and resolving um, brings up a lot of stuff for people in relationship, as I said in the last segment. But if you find yourself listening to this show and realize that you may not have the partnership or may not have set up your relationship to do what I'm suggesting here, go seek out perhaps a third party um, or even just talk directly to your partner and be like, hey, do you want to update some of the agreements that we have? And is this something that you're interested in? Because even if it doesn't look like this, it's just set up this way for two people to come together and, you know, the six steps to work out the trauma response. The truth is you could work it out if you're the one in trauma with a third party yourself and then come back to the relationship, but you still have to have something in the relationship about what you're going to do with that patterning. If you decide to listen to this show and know that you have conflicts going on, that's a choice of course, but is that good for your body? Is that good for your psyche? Is that good for the other people? Are there children in the home? Like you really, when I present these things, I know it presents other stuff under the carpet. So. If you're requiring more support, listen to some of the archived, sh- archived shows on iTunes. Download the podcast so they just go right to your iPhone. It is a free psychoeducational resource. It is all designed to maneuver one beyond trauma and transition the trauma out of your life so you can live your roar. And I am not of the mindset to believe that with looking at this stuff, Um, that it wouldn't, like I said, bring up many other things in your relationship. It will. But just choose that one degree shift of what works for you. If you take anything out of these six steps and hold your breath from spewing vitriol and vomit at another person so that you feel bad and they feel bad and the kids feel bad, then I would consider this show a success. We can only choose how we decide to be and how we decide to live from our choice. So... Here's my favorite question these days. What is it costing you? What is it costing you to keep the trauma response going and not using these keys to stop it? Or ask yourself, what will this create? Or what am I creating with what I'm doing right now? Anything and everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And... I want to personally invite you, if you're listening to the show, you're in the Bay Area, want to surrounding areas and jump in for the, the classes this weekend, just to remind you, I'm doing a free taster tomorrow in Tiburon called The Lies of Money from 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. On Thursday and Friday, the 17th and 18th, I am doing my elective Embrace Your Roar, which is the Transitioning Trauma, Moving Beyond Abuse Limitations and Constrictions class here in Tiburon, and then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, 18th, 19th, and 20th, or actually 19th, 2021, I am doing the Access Consciousness three-day body class facilitating that. So if your bodies would like a date with themselves, please come along and join. And most importantly, I have a little surprise for you. Tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm doing a free Google Hangout. You can watch it anywhere around the world with my good friend, Nermita Kaufman, who will also be my guest next week on Voice America, but we're doing a free Google Hangout on our eight-week telecall called Losing the Lack of Cash Flow. And it is, we just brainstormed more stuff about it yesterday, and we have the whole curriculum planned for the eight weeks of calls, and it's the two of us, eight weeks, 90-minute calls, you get the clearing statements, the PDFs, the recording loops, and all about creating cash. So who wouldn't want more cash in their life? And you wouldn't want to show up to receive the special discount we are offering just for those who sign up tomorrow during the Google Hangout, $200 off of the regularly priced class of $697. It would be $497 for you. Eight weeks, $497, 90-minute calls. Um, The PDFs, the clearing loops, How does it get any better than that? And it's part of my commitment to, you know, kick abuse in the caboose by all of us generating and creating more money, more cash, and using 
our money and our cash to remove trauma off this planet, to get you out of you know, your house and into the world, contributing your soul print, your special sauce, your special level of consciousness, your intelligence, your phenomenons, your brilliance in the world, on this planet, that contributes to abuse being eliminated. Because when we're all living our roar and we are living in the creativity, the energetic flow, the brilliance of who we be, providence moves too and trauma starts to dissipate. When you're so busy doing what you love, those traumatic responses do not take up your whole life. When you're destroying yourself by living in that cage of abuse and keeping money away from you, keeping a good relationship away from you, keeping yourself um, turned off, you are contributing to choosing to be in a cage of abuse and not using your brilliance and your phenomenons. And that, to me, is when the perpetration that was done to you has taken over you. So everything that I'm doing, the radio show, the telecalls, however I facilitate classes, is all about giving you tools, techniques, experiences, facilitation to make that one degree shift because you're a brilliant being and a brilliant being making a one degree shift has the potential to change the embodiment of consciousness on the planet. And that means that we can eliminate levels of abuse that have psychically um, frozen, fought, or, or, or um, what, did I, what didn't I say? <laughs> frozen or flight or freezing you into non-action. Let's kick abuse in the caboose together and get in action. Let's lose the lack of cash flow. Let's stop the, the conflicts. Let's stop the, the trauma reaction. You are more than the abuse. You are more than the trauma. You are more than what occurred to you back then. You are more than any relationship you're no longer in. You are more than the words anybody ever said to you. And you are more than the words you ever said to anybody else. You are kind. You are grateful. You are honoring. You are respectable. Know it. Be it. Kick abuse in the caboose and live your roar. And everybody, be you beyond anything. Create magic. I appreciate your time and your listening. I adore all of your emails and your comments about the love of the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope to see you sometime soon, whether it be here or Orlando or Boulder or Israel. Have a great day, and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.